What's going on, guys? Welcome back to Speak the Truth Podcast. I'm your co-host, Matt Tardio, and Rob, hey. Don't want to leave Rob out of it, even though he's in Florida. He's still part of the team. Thank you for stopping in again. This is part two. If you saw it yesterday, we were talking with Tactical Carl, and then he just had this weird pause, and he was like, bro, just, just wait a second. What you're about to see is the madness that unfolded. Ladies and gentlemen, I present to you my interview with Black Rambo. That dude is a freaking monster. Wait till you hear this shit. Funny. You want to know something funny about Black Rambo? So Black Rambo is actually a Marine Corps veteran. He deployed 2000, 2003, bro. What? Yeah, with the Pink Battalion. Get yeah. the f*** out of here. Oh, yeah, bro. Oh, I got to talk to this dude, man. Get the f***. No fucking way. Did he really? Oh, yeah. Good for him, bro. Oh, yeah. He fucking deployed. He deployed. He was a Marine. He was a Marine for, uh, I want to say, three or four years. Yeah. Damn. Absolutely. I did not know that. Yeah, he was, he was with like, see, that's what I'm saying. No, you like, you know, good people when you see good people. You know what I mean? I'm not saying all Marines are good people, but like that dude's just got got the mentality of like, I don't give a fuck what you think. You know what I mean? No, and like, I am not. safe and secure in myself. You can kiss my ass, and I like that. <laughs> I, don't, I don't say it, and, and that and that and that be the part. He shows pictures of him and in Iraq and all of this stuff, but he doesn't portray himself to be oh this badass mother. He's been in gunfights. He's been in fucking battle and all of that shit, but he lives his life like a regular ass dude. Right. Just like you should. You don't have to flex and be like, oh, I've seen war. I know what war looks like. And black man, shut the fuck up. Right. You are stuck in that same weird ass mentality and you, you're, you're stuck there. The objective is not to get stuck there and to be, try to be normal in this world. That's the objective. That's right. That's you, right. You didn't even know he was a combat veteran? No, I didn't know that. I just thought he put out cool-ass content. I just thought he was a bro. Yeah. I was just bro. like, oh, he's a cool-ass dude. I didn't know he was a combat vet. That's badass. Yeah. Rambo was a Marine. He was attached to the tank battalion. I think, uh, I don't know what he equates to as in the uh, in the Marine Corps, but he was an 88 Mike if it was to be the Army. Okay. He was a, uh, yeah, he was a truck driver. In 03. But guess what? Yeah, oh three a truck driver. Exactly. You yeah, you're getting shot at. That's crazy, <laughs> man. I would, have, dude. I would have. I would have never guessed that. Never in a million years would I have ever guessed that, bro. Ever. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Hold on one second. Let's see something. Hey, Matt, I got Black Rambo on the phone right now. Tell him what's up, what's up? Oh, Black Rambo, what's up, dude? Hey, man, you're on Speak the Truth podcast, by the way. I don't know if Carl told you that, but... Yeah, he told me I was about to be on the podcast right quick. What's up with y'all, That's what I'm talking about, man. No, I was just talking to him, and we were talking about random and somehow you came up, and I was like, that dude's just a bro. Like, you can just tell he's a bro. I don't know how to tell. He's like, you know he's a Marine Corps vet, right? I was like, no f***ing way. Yep. He's like, yep. I'm like, he's a combat deployment Marine Corps veteran. I was like... That's badass, dude. I would have never got because I was just talking to him. I was like, dude, I seen him shoot that like uh, Desert Eagle, like that fully auto Desert Eagle. I was like, that's badass. Like, that's cool as shit. Yeah, man. That was so fun, man. But yeah, a lot of people don't believe me, man. But yeah, bro, I was front line. Second, I've been to war, bro. Yeah. Second tank battalion. <laughs> Real talk. That's badass. Nobody dude. believe me, though. You could go look it up. It's not, it's not nothing hidden. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's no reason not to believe it. You know what I mean? Like, there's no reason not to believe that. A lot of, well, it's crazy because a lot of people don't, man. But you know, you know how I get it, you know. Yeah. It's all good. That's a rough time. And it's <sighs> funny, too, man, because, like, people want to, like, talk, depending on what your MOS was in the military, and be like, oh, you did this or you did that, so you couldn't have possibly seen this. And I don't think people understand 
how like I, I that tell you works. My MOS, I can tell you my MOS and what I did in war. I was 35, 31. I was motor T, but I was a security truck for the convoy. So I rode on side of the convoy with sandbags. I had a, a truck full of reserves where I had a 50 cal on the top, and we secured the convoy the whole time. So yeah. every time that we had to, like, it was a tank in front of us, then it was my convoy, then it had the uh, field train, then it had the log pack. So each convoy supplied each convoy. So what I did was, while the convoy was driving, my truck would be on the side. And if we had to make a right turn, I would swing over, uh, block everybody. I yep. would jump out the car, let the whole convoy go by. We was like, get that out the way, get that out the way. <laughs> and then, like, we'd jump back in the car. Like, you- night time. Bro, and you said something that's so significant that most people don't even realize, man. You were like, we had sandbags on our Humvees because, like, all I'm sorry, man, but, like, all of us GWA vets, like, we take for granted in the fact that by the time a lot of dudes got into the fight, there was up-armored vehicles. Like, y'all didn't have that yeah. shit in the invasion. Have, have, no, no, you were, no, like, no, weighing down your sh- sandbags and 50 cows, like, jumping out, getting crazy. Like, yeah. that's real. Yeah, man. <laughs> I had sandbags up to my eyes, bro, on the glass. Like, I could only see over where my eyes would go on the, on the front windshield, bro. I was standing on sandbags and everything. Like bro, the, I had the coolest the, job, bro. Bro, just the fact <laughs> that y'all were like, you know, I kind of feel vulnerable. Like, I think I'm going to fill some sandbags and stack them on top of my Humvee. Like, yeah. that's <laughs> real, dude. Bro, we dug a hole up to our chest, bro. I at least dug a hundred holes in our ass, man. I'm telling you. Oh, no bro, doubt. We used to, at nighttime, at nighttime, we used to, like, I'll have to stop the uh, block everything off, right? I'll block it off and all the people would just be out there, bro. We would crack the glow sticks. You know the little glow sticks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would crack them so, the, so that everybody could see us and then we'd just throw the glow sticks in the air because they never saw nothing like that, bro. They would be yeah. fighting and going crazy over the glow sticks, man. <laughs> over a crazy, glow stick, dude. Bro. It was over oh, glow man. sticks, man. Like, it do you re- was crazy, hey, man. Hey, bro, do you remember the word Ghibli? No. You gotta break it to him. I don't remember that word. All right, Ghibli is like the word the Iraqis would use for like "gimme, gimme." And so they'd always come up and they like uh, grab your sh- like "gimme, gimme, gimme, gimme," and like try to steal gimme, all your shit. Gimme, sh- gimme, yep. All right, tell me this. You was in Iraq, right? Yeah. All right. You remember the sausage that they had? The what? The Kuwait. The, 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 the camel sausage. Yeah. <laughs> so disgusting, boy. You know it looked Dude. like it was a long white piece of sausage, dog. Yep. There was some call it a camel or uh, penis. Yep, bro. Hey, some of the grossest. All right, all right, bro. Some of the grossest I've ever eaten in my life was either in Iraq or Afghanistan. Some of the grossest yeah, I've ever eaten in my life, dude. So I did this assault yeah. one time, right? Like we go and we knock out this assault, like take out this village, take it back, like yay for us, right? But I'm up on this mountainside all day, mm-hmm. sweating my ass off, mm-hmm. tired, out of water. And this Afghan dude, like, comes trucking up the hill, and he's got nothing but a bunch of bread on his back, like a bunch of that flatbread just stacked up on his back. He gets up to the top Uh of this hill, bro, and, like, he slams it on the ground. He's like, here you go, food. And his, like, little son came up behind him with, like, a bowl of rice. All the Gans jump in, dude. and they Yeah, so all the Gans jump in. I I, I wanted to eat that shit, but I wanted to make sure my, like, Afghan commandos dude got to eat first, right? And so, like, they jump Uh in. They start taking all the bread off the top, and they start eating. It gets down to the last piece. They're like, Matt, that's for you. Have it. And I was like, sweet. Yeah, dude, I'm diving in. So I grabbed this bread, bro. bro. So I grabbed this bread and I started like eating it. I'm like, it's kind of wet. And then I realized it was the yeah. bottom piece of bread that was on this dude's sweaty ass back. And so I'm like slamming no. this dude's sweat. Yeah, bro. Just like it's ah. nothing. Like it's nothing. Loved it. Oh, Loved it. Right. Oh, man. I remember my serious part in Iraq, man. We got shot at by rocket artillery. Yeah. Bro, we, was just, we were just in this open field, bro, just chilling. Like all jokes aside, just chilling. We didn't nothing we didn't do anything so like man out of the blue something just blew up and you could see it, it was in eye distance so we started calling it in on the radio my code name was a uh, go to so i'm on the radio iron horse four iron horse four it's a go to like i'm looking for uh 
I'm asking what's going on. They were like, oh, don't worry about it. That's EOD. Blowing up some Iraqi missiles. It was like, oh, all right, cool, you know. All right, <laughs> bro, right when we hung it up. Right when we hung up, bro. Boom, 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 yep. boom. Everything just started blowing up, bro. That was just scary. All I could do is jump in the hole. Bro, people don't understand. Shrapnel is something serious. Yes. Shrapnel will tear you up. And bro, bro in people, the hole. bro, people talk about indirect fire all the time. And it comes from all these fobbits over the years. It comes from all the fobbits that, like, never left a fob. And they're like, yeah, we took some 57s, like some tiny little rockets. But I'm telling mm-hmm. you, man, there is no more. I, I have been fucking vulnerable. I have been through some shit in my time in the military. And I have never felt mm-hmm. more, more vulnerable than taking, indir- like, accurate. I'm talking about getting freaking boxed in, indirect fire, and there ain't shit you can do about it. But lay there and pray to God. That's, like, that's what I was trying to tell everybody. Bro, when that rocket artillery hit us, bro, we couldn't do Nothing, bro. All you could do is jump in the hole. That's right. And pray. And, That's it. And I looked in the air, bro. I, I looked up, and I swear on my life, bro. All you see is orange stuff just going everywhere. Yep. And the clouds just shaking. I'm like, yep. what the? Okay. <laughs> Please don't let it hit this hole. Don't let it hit this hole. That's all I can say. But they got the Patriot missile. That's what saved our life. Yep, yep. The Patriot missile locked on the way they were there. I guess somebody called it in, and that saved us. But, bro, that was the scariest time I was in Iraq because I couldn't do nothing. I couldn't shoot back. Isn't that crazy? That is, like, the craziest shit, man. Like, when you are just when you just literally have to take it and pray to God. Like, it's not the gunfights. Yeah, like, in a gunfight, I can shoot back. I might be able to maneuver. Yeah, I can yep, do different yep. things. But when you're just taking it, dude, that shit sucks. nothing but pray. Bro, the whole ground was shaking like a doggone earthquake. I didn't know if the ground was going to collapse. I didn't know if something was going to hit the hole. So that was the scariest time ever. Yeah, you know, I couldn't do nothing. Yep. But yeah, a lot of people don't believe I was in the Marines, man. Crazy. I I'd believe it based on this conversation we just had. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. You believe it now? I got. No, I believe first, it. Like, I, people see me because they see. No, no. I'm not saying it wasn't you believe me at first, but I'm saying like when people see me, they don't know. Bro, the Marines were just as wild as me. Like just as wild. Like yeah. I learned all this from the Marines. Right. We used to grab guns and go. <laughs> right. We didn't care about no earplugs, no eyes. I didn't see this would get me mad. Like I understand safety. I really do. I truly, truly, truly do. But I didn't wear no earplugs in Iraq. Right. I didn't wear no eye gear in Iraq. Did you? They didn't start that shit till 07. I remember when that shit started was Thanks. in 07. They didn't start that shit until 07. I, and it was like yeah, I didn't look, wear none you of gotta that. put some shit over your face. That way you don't lose your eyesight. Motherfucker going blind. Yeah, so I, I was get like, it. I, I get it too, but I was like, hey, y'all talk about me. I learned this in the Marine Corps. Like I learned all these things. Bro, people look at me, they don't understand. I got post-traumatic stress. But I, have no doubt. I got it in a different way. I got it in a different way. I went to war and they told me I caught a rush. And so now everything I do gets boring. I get bored fast. So I'm looking for that rush again. I'm facing, I'm searching for a dragon. Dude, you that's real, man. That, that's that's, that's real. And, and for me, for me, the biggest thing is like knowing that, and it took me a while to realize it, like when you're in that and you're doing that, like you feel like you're part of like this big, greater thing. And you get that rush yep. that goes along with it. And you, you feel yep. like you're part of that bigger and greater thing. And then when you yep. get out in your home, nothing you ever do in your life, I guarantee you, even everything you've done ever. for the firearms community, man, still probably doesn't even feel and remotely close like you have amounted to achieving what nope. you did then. Not at all, bro. Not even a, not even a, a, a little bit close. Right, and we're always you know chasing I mean? that, man. We're always chasing that, trying yep. to get to that next point, man. Always. Yep. That's exactly how it is. You're chasing the dragon. You're never going to get it, bro. You're never going to get there. No. And man. I didn't understand it at first, but it took me a while to be like, you know what? I think you're right. Yeah. I thought I was normal. But no. when I look back at my one out before I was in the Marines, I wasn't like this, you know? 
Yeah, and you think about it, man. Like the shit that you just like, just think about that one situation in which you describe with the IDF with shit blowing up all around you. Just think about that. Like that shit is not normal. And like feeling that yeah. vulnerable. Nobody, I, I, like very few people on this planet have ever felt that vulnerable. It's, I know. It's not even about dying. It's just the. I know, just to feel it, bro. That's why I try to, when people try to tell me, oh, black round, boy, this black round, boy, that, I really laugh at all because I'm like, bro, I've been in the shit. Front line in the, bro, when Bush declared war, I was out three days before they declared war. I was at the borderline, bro. Three days before they declared war, I was at the borderline with fighting holes and everything, tanks and everything. When Bush declared war, I pushed straight through. I was the first initial push, second tank battalion, bro. They had, a, uh, they had an oil field on one side. They had a platoon on the other side. Our first mission was to protect the oil field. They blew the oil field up, because they blew it up. I'm talking about, boop, 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 boop. Yep. you know how uh, on TV, mm-hmm. when you see those people walking by those trains in the air, ain't no way you get that close. Bro, bro it, it, that stuff was like probably a half a mile away, and it felt like somebody had a light on side of my face, man. Yeah. That's how hot it was. I was like, what the hell? That's it was crazy, man. Wild, dude. First three, first three months, I never took my clothes off because we was in mafia. Because they thought Saddam was going to gas us. So we right. had to wear rubber boots, rubber gloves, everything for three months, bro. Didn't even take my clothes off at all. Just That's the wild, down and bro. Right back up. The first three days, I uh, drove nonstop. No sleep, no nothing. As soon as we entered Iraq, three days straight. No sleep, no stopping. And where'd you, where were you guys straight heading push. to? Were you all heading over to Baghdad for that part? Or were you going? Uh, uh, I don't know. I know something. we went to uh, the Tigris River route. So yeah. I really don't remember. But I know we went to Al Nazaria. Okay. We went to the Tigris River. We went to Baghdad. So I don't remember the route, but I remember going over the Tigris River before we went to Baghdad. So yep. it, it was crazy, bro. That's wild, dude. It was crazy. I remember being locked on side the on, on side the road for a week because the tanks were shooting up some stuff, and we were just picking off the people coming outside. Bro. It was, right. It, it was so crazy, man. I'm talking about. I seen Marines shoot Marines. I seen people go crazy. I seen they had an army man threw a grenade in his in his tent. It, it, it was so much stuff going on. People was losing their mind out there, man. Yeah. And now I feel like, like, like I'm lying almost. I, I you know, know you're saying? not. Like it's so long. Ago. No, it, but I feel like. Oh, it feels like yeah. Like it feels like no way you get all of that. You know. What I mean? So I had a day, like, man. No way, bro. I I get it, dude. I had a day, man. I had a day where I was stuck behind a rock, not very far from this ah. position. I was on a hillside. And I'm like, you know, when you're just stuck behind a rock and you're just like, well, there ain't really. I can f-ing do, but just kind of accept the fact that behind this rock, I'm a perfectly happy individual. I like my rock today. You know, like, thank you, yeah, God, I for creating rock. this rock. I love my rock. And then the next thing I hear over the radio is the JTAC being like, hey, bro, uh, I need you to get small. I was like, how small? He's like, small, small. Like, find something hard. And I'm like, I'm behind the only hard Ooh, thing. They about to blow him up. Oh, f- yeah, dude. JDAM f-ing goes off. Boosh. <laughs> Like, <laughs> once everything f-ing settles, man, and thank God they dropped that bomb, shakes the f-ing, like f-ing me up, right? As soon as the f-ing smoke mm-hmm. clears, this is a piece of metal from the f-ing bomb, probably like the size of my torso, laying like In right next, right, yes, yeah, still like smoking on f-ing, like just smoking hot metal. And I'm just like, I just look over at it, I'm like, eh. like that. And you're like, that doesn't even seem real, man. Like this doesn't even seem bro, real. Bro, we, I had a friend have a bullet stop right in the glass, bro. Like, you could see the bullet in the glass point, dead at his face. It seemed unreal. A bullet, it shot, it shot so far away, it didn't penetrate all the way through the glass, and it just stayed right there, and he could see it. And that's not all even like, ballistic glass. Off. That's just fucking, like, regular old regular glass. glass. He's regular lucky, man. Glass. That shit lost a lot of velocity to uh, do that, man. Lucky. It was crazy. Then, uh, uh, I remember it had a, we had a captain get 
uh, NJP for cowardliness in the battlefield. You ever heard of it? I haven't seen it, but I you, wish it had taken bro, place several bro, times. Bro, 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 this dude, this dude, uh, we was, we was, you know those tanks that make the bridges? Yeah. They're like, okay, one of those had broke. So I was the driver. I had to drive him over there to check on it. So it was me, him, a gunny, and another dude, and the people that was at the tank. So when we drove up to the tank, Bro, I swear, like, right when we got out of the car, people just start shooting at us out of nowhere. <laughs> so sure. we all run to the tank. Everybody run to the tank. And we hide behind the tank and all that. What the hell? Right. I'm mad as like, what happened? And I sometimes that's not the best I place to hide because when those things can crank off, dude, if you're, ooh, ooh. Yeah. So, so, bro, the gunny, the gunny been to war before. The gunny was ready. Bro, the, the captain said, don't shoot. Don't look either. Curiosity killed the cat. Bro, that's what he told us in war. No lie. The gunny looked at him and said, man, F that. Y'all better shoot. <laughs> but it was two people shooting at us, man. Two people. That's it? That's it. Two people. But the gunny, the gunny made us shoot back. You know, the captain right. was so scared, bro. He was like, don't look. Don't shoot. Don't like, bro. We got to do something. We're stuck behind this tank. And all we hear, ding, 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 ding. Like, oh, man, Marine oh. Corps, bitch. Yeah. So gunny like, F that. Y'all better shoot. Gunny just jumped out. But Gunny was badass. I got to get it to him. Gunny jumped out. Do, 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 do. I was so scared, dog. I was young. I put right. my gun on top of the, the little track. Do, 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 do. I'm not even right. looking at <laughs> Bro, that was crazy. It was a good time, though, man. No, dude. Like, some of the best, and it's it's wild, man. Have you ever looked at, like, studies on, like, why that is? Like, why that shit feels good and why even, like, you and I talking about it? Like, even right now, us talking no. about it feels good? Have you looked at this before? I Feels real good. No, I'm gonna have to look up some stuff. Why does it? Tell me something, bro. Keep I'm gonna up. have to, dude. I'm, I, yeah, I got some stuff for you, man. Tell me something, out, man. Yeah. So, like, what ends up happening? I don't know why right? it feels good. It does, though, right? So, like, what ends mm-hmm. up happening is, it, remember how we just talked about how, like, you never feel like you're gonna get, like, you never get back there, right? Like, it's never gonna go. And if you're talking mm-hmm. to somebody like me, I get it. Like, we can bullshit. I can talk to you, and we get it, and we can bullshit back and forth, you know. But like, mm-hmm. the reason why we do like that and why we talk about that kind of stuff and it makes us f-ing feel better inside and, and like we feel alive and, and and is that is exactly why we still talk about it the way we talk about it is because it releases those endorphins mm-hmm. and it takes you back to that moment and it brings you back to that feeling alive spot to where like you've never felt like that before and like and i could believe that because all my juice is running in my body right now and i'm pacing around in the circle in the bathroom while i'm talking right you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah. and like i, 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 I got dude, no, i got Bro, I got something for you offline. I'm not going to put it on this podcast, but I got something for you offline, man. I need I need you to hit me up because I, right, I got something for you that you you're actually going to enjoy. I, I will, dude. Get my number for a car. We're real cool. I got, I, got, I got something for you, man. You're going to like it. You're going to like right. it. And it's going to... Sounds good. I'd like to be on your, I'm gonna I like get to you. Be on your podcast one day, too. Oh, f- yeah, bro. You're more than welcome to come out. Hey, where are you, where are you at, anyways? I'm in Louisiana, man. Oh, okay. All right. Down in the bayou. Homer. Ooh, sh- All right. Well, I'm in Texas right now. Huh? I'm gonna be in Texas this weekend. Which weekend? Next weekend? I'm coming out there tomorrow. No, this weekend. I'm coming out there tomorrow, Houston. You're coming out. To, oh, oh, you're gonna go hang out with uh with Carl. Carl. Uh huh. All right. You ever uh you ever saw Swamp People? Say what? You ever saw Swamp People, the TV show? Yeah, yeah, yeah I've seen Swamp People. Yeah, that's where I'm from down there. Okay. And I'm 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 on the show. I'm on the show too. What? This season. Yeah, I'm on Swamp People this season. All right, I guess. I, okay, now now we're really gonna talk and like I'm gonna have you like we're gonna do some. Because I've also got a reality TV show that's coming out, so we're gonna have to BS about some stuff, man. Because I I need some advice. Oh, like, let's do it. I need some offline advice, bro. And I'm gonna get you around some like-minded oh, people you, so you can get out. Like it, hey, it, let's do it, it matters, man. Let's man. Do it, bro. That-
helps, bro. Hey, I'm an easy going guy. Any, anything I have to do to help, man, I'm, I'm ready to help. Oh no, it's for us. I'm cool as hell. I mean, what like like honestly, like just your advice on it, it like helps me out. You know what I mean? But then this other thing, mm-hmm. like it's it's just good for the soul, man. We're gonna we're gonna have some soul well, let's food. Let's do it. I don't mind. I got some soul food. Well, let's do it, bro. bro. Sounds great. Hell yeah, bro. So I'm glad we got this call in. I am too, man. I did not expect this. When I was like, hey, Carl, you want to do a podcast? He's like, uh. But yeah, hell no, dude. I'm I'm happy, man. And this is why I like doing this shit. Because yeah, you get me to meet too, different bro. people, bro. You know? Yeah, yeah. I was laying in the bed watching Taken too. Oh, that's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> I, I that know. Shit. That's a really that's a good movie, boy. Oh, dude. That's a hell of a good movie. My sister describes me as that dude sometimes. She's like, I'm a guy with a particular set of skills and, you know, whatever he says, Liam Nielsen. I, I can believe that. It sounds like it. Yeah, that dude, man. I can believe that a little bit. That dude makes I'm me I'm Rambo. Laugh, so, I know, know, right? You could, you could be him. I'm Rambo, so we all got to be one of them. We lame. all got to be like one of them, you know what I mean? No, f*** that. I'm going to be me. Somebody got to be like John Wick. <laughs> Somebody got to be like, you know, every one of them. In John Wick, bro. God, man. Dude, you got to give it to Keanu, though, man. Like, he put himself through some to be able to do that like he put in some yeah. hard work for that role man he put in some hard ass work for that oh role. yeah that's a hell of a movie yep he, it's he, a little bit extra but it's a hell of a movie yeah and as long as people understand that it's a movie <laughs> I can't yeah, that's a movie. You ain't gonna be doing all that in real life. like in real in reality <laughs> while he's spinning around doing that crazy shit, his reloads like some dude just walk up behind him and hit him with a baseball bat like done <laughs> yeah <laughs> just, just push him on the ground or something. that's how easy take him start torturing him and shit. yeah that Nope, I'm good. Real All right, bro. Hey, don't fuck with a man's dog. Fuck with a man's dog. He's going to bring the Raptor dog down on your ass. <laughs> hey, Carl from left field, ladies and gentlemen. He's back. Oh, hey, bro, well, look, I'm going to let y'all finish, man. It was good talking to you. Get my number from Carl, man. Will do, bro. I got you, man. All right, I appreciate the call, Carl. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, bro. All right, y'all take it easy. Later, bro. Oh, yeah. Holy sh**, ladies and gentlemen. What a rabbit hole. That, I, I mean, you're just finishing up episode two if you've been following on this one, man. Not only did we get Tactical Carl, we got Black Rambo in. And who would have guessed the shit that either of those guys have been through? Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for stopping in on Speak the Truth Podcast. My name is Matt Tardio. If you want to find him, Tactical Carl, you can Google Tactical Carl. You can check him out. He's on Instagram. He does firearms training, everything down in the Houston area, and he's an active sheriff's deputy. You can go check out Black Rambo. That dude just does some crazy shit. And now confirmed, dude's a combat vet and a bro. I'm out. That was wild. I love it. Next time.